Hello everyone, and welcome back to Shenanigan Reinnovation. So, as I mentioned in the last episode, this is a little bonus episode, the context of what happened to Barbie. So this is going to happen in a series of short parts, very short, <laughs> I should say. Like, it's not going to be typically like a few hours long. It's going to be like, in total, like 20 minutes. And it's going to be split into even smaller parts. So what's going to happen is we're going to have the first one now, um, and then the other parts are going to either ha happen, uh, be added onto the end of a regular episode, or if it needs more time or more context, it'll be placed uh, in, like this, a week in between where two episodes would normally happen. Um, so it's a little story uh, about a young boy who accidentally gets transferred to Shanwick, and he um, ends up running into Barbie. And so he, the story is about him, and it gives context for what happened to Barbie, and for why Barbie is no longer with Peyton and Eli. Um, because yeah, Peyton, uh, Barbie just kind of disappeared. They were all supposed to meet at the general store, and then Barbie never made it, and then they ran off to Northwich and never heard from Barbie again. So, uh, obviously something happened, and that was always planned. It wasn't, but it was, like, from the episode without Barbie, I had a plan in mind. Um, so, yeah. So it's, it's gonna be really short, it's just gonna me, gonna be me it's going to be story based, there's not going to be much D&D, it's just going to be story context um, from a young boy who just got transported into this world and ran into Barbie and is is with her trying to work out what's going on and then yeah well I don't want to spoil too much so I'll let the episode go uh, I just wanted to explain how this is going to work so yeah uh, the lookout for a in-between episode that'll happen you know on weeks in between obviously or um once an episode ends stick around for i usually talk at the end of an episode it'll happen before i talk um so the episode will end and then the bonus part will happen and then i'll do my normal normal speaky bit if you skip my speaky bits i get it it's just kind of me rambling but you know i do it anyway it's nice but yeah don't want this to go on too long it's already a bit long now so uh, enjoy this very, very short mini-episode for context for Barbie. We open on a bright, sunny morning. Uh, we look out at a bench with a young boy sitting on it, just admiring the view, looking out upon the world, this young boy is around 10 years old or so. He's got short, dark hair and not expensive clothing, but well-kept. Um, and he looks upon the scene in front of him, a nice park, people playing. And then something catches his eye, this weird, these weird particles coming out from behind a tree. And he looks over and is very confused because what he sees is something that should not be there. He sees this swirling purple void. Um, and he picks himself up 
and goes, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take initiative and I'm gonna go explore this thing. Which some people would say is a stupid decision. But when you've been through the history that they've been through, you don't really have a choice anymore. So he goes and he looks and before he can try and work out what's going on or see if anyone else can see what he sees, he gets sucked in. He falls for way longer than you would think until eventually he lands down in the middle of a busy street and he looks around and this is not a street that he's familiar with he's he's never been to this place before and he sees strange people and strange creatures of varying descriptions things that you would only hear about in fairy tales and he tries to pull out his phone he tries to call someone there's no service there's nothing he's stuck and doesn't know where he is he walks up to the first person that he can find and just goes uh excuse me sorry um where where am i and this old gnomish man looks slightly up at this young boy and says well you're in charnwick of course what what do you mean uh did you just did you just move here with your family or what's what's going uh no i just i uh, sorry, uh, what country is Shanwick in? Minifear. Min- uh, what? Continent? Avesha. You're dumb, aren't you? Where- what's- how old are you? Ten. Right, uh, well, lad, I think you better learn your geography. I- I would have thought they'd be teaching you that stuff in school. Also, it's just pretty standard knowledge, so, uh, Get yourself sorted out. Do you know where your parents are? Uh, no, I just fell through a, vo a void. You know what? I don't have time for your shenanigans today. Um, I've got work to do. So, bye. And then he walks away. And the child is left confused as to what strange realm he's fallen into. A place called Shanwick? In Minifear and Avesha? What are what are these names? What are these places? Is he still on Earth anymore or is he somewhere else? He looks around and tries to take in his surroundings. It's a small town, but also big at the same time. It's very confusing because everyone seems to be of smaller heights. There's a few taller people mixed around. He can see one human looking person in some sort of overalls, but then right near them he sees a small bird creature walk walking on two feet talking apparently and he just gets even more confused he explores for a bit looks around tries to look at different places and take in all these different sites and these people and try and work out how how did he get here and so he decides to ask someone of a different description um he finds he finds one green-looking... I mean, we know them as goblins, but he wasn't sure what it was. And he walked up to them and goes, Um, have you seen a void around here? A void? Y yeah, like a, like a, like a swirling, purpley kind of void. Um, yes. Yes, I have indeed have seen a void. One appeared in my house. Come, look. We we can we can bask in its glory and 
uh, uh, investigate it more there. And then the kid goes, absolutely not, street smart, and then runs away. Um, uh, and so he runs for a while, really trying to get away, but also just running to get out his anxieties from this strange realm that he's found himself in. Um, and eventually he runs into the back of a tall elven woman. Uh, and he goes, oh, sorry, I didn't see you. Uh, and she looks down at him and goes, that's okay. Hi, I'm Barbie. What's your name? And he goes, um, John, uh, sorry, did you say Barbie? Yeah, what? Is that, is that strange? No, it's just, you look, anyway, um, you wouldn't have happened to have seen a, a void around here, have you? Like a strange, swirling, purpley void? Um, no, I, I can't say that I have. Um, and then in the distance, you, uh, the boy hears a, a voice just, Hey, what's, what's the holdout? He's like, oh, sorry, uh, it just, uh, got bumped into, keep leading the way to the general store. Who are you? Um, I'm, I'm John. Well, uh, you, you want to come to the general store, I guess, since we've already got a friend coming with us? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that'd be, that'd be great, thank you. Yeah, shut up and just come along. Um, and so, the young boy, named John, joins Barbie and the rest of her children on the way to the general store. They take a few wrong turns since the children aren't actually as knowledgeable as they initially had people believe, and um, they walk along and eventually uh, they come across another group of girls, and Barbie immediately puts her hand on her bat, and the kids go, whoa! What are you doing? Why are you, why are you putting your hand on your bat? It's just some girls. And then Barbie just goes, yes, but are you sure they're just girls? And he goes, what are you talking about? Of course they're just, of course they're just girls. Like, they're just, look at them, they're just laughing away, giggling away, making that stupid noise that girls make. Uh, and Barbie immediately is just like, oh no. Uh, and pulls her bat out, and then the girls immediately transform into those horrifying green pig-like creatures that they faced before at the baseball field. Kids immediately start freaking out and run behind Bobby. Uh, John as well hides with the children and Bobby pulls out her bat to try and take out these stretches that have just arrived. She swings, she fights, and it's fairly easy. She rages a bit, she goes all out, smashes them to pieces, and she's good. And the kids are like, Look, I know I, I know I put on a strong front, but um, th thank you. You're much stronger than I. Thank you for that. And Bobby, that's okay. Um, and they look around and notice that there are a lot more Visco girls around than they initially thought. And a few of them start transforming randomly and attacking civilians. And as they're about to continue on to try and look at what's happening, they get sectioned off in an alleyway by two groups of dredges. They fight. They push through, they force their way through, but every time that they defeat the Dretches, 
more seem to arrive and before they know it there are people everywhere and Bobby just goes we need to get to the general store um I've got friends there and they should be able to help us and keep you safe uh we can't do this alone the kids are like we can't get to the general store there's no way to get there right now we're surrounded and like no we have to push through so Bobby grabs the kids they all hold hands and make their way through they Bobby goes smashing directions left and right to try and keep going but they just keep piling on um, and they, they try, they keep going, they keep pushing, but they're stuck. They can't get anywhere. They run into a building and hide. They find some furniture and shove it against the doors and the windows, trying to trap themselves in. Jim just goes, okay, I'm new in town, and I, what is going on? Uh, and one of the kids goes, uh, yeah, that's that's a wonderful question. What is you seem to you seem to be familiar with what's happening and then Bobby speaks up and says, Okay, so Visco girls are dretches. Not all some Visco girls are dretches and uh, Apparently the town is being overloaded by them. We fought them on a baseball field once and uh, Apparently now they're here And the kids just go. Why, why are they here? Why are they invading? What's going on? And Bobby goes, I don't know But we need to stay safe and somehow get to the general store to find my friends and the kids just go, what, how are we going to do it? It's like a zombie apocalypse. And everyone just turns and looks at the kid and just goes, they're dretches, not zombies. They're, they're completely different things. What are you talking about? Not, zombies aren't real. Zombies are a myth. But look at them. They're like, no, shut up. They're dretches. They're different. They're very different things. These are... Anyway. Uh, and then Bobby uh, looks out the window, try, tries to look for the general store, but struggles to find it. She can't really see past the hordes of dretches that are now filling the streets. The people who are just being eaten and devoured just as on their way homes, on their way to work, just trying to run away even. Everyone's getting stuck and she she can't find the general store everywhere. Anyway, she's looking for it but she can't work out where to go from here. She tries to remember her way from um, the church and to the hotel that the children were at but she, she's struggling to find where she is right now. And then the kids just go, all right, general store, need to make a run for it, but there's no way we're gonna do that. We're surrounded, we're literally surrounded by dretches. And Bobby just goes, look, I, I can fight through them, okay? I can do it. And they're just like, no. And she's like, yes, I can. And they're like, you know what, fine, go, get yourself killed then. She's like, okay. And so she pulls down she starts pulling down some of the furniture at the front door to try and get out. And then you just hear a crash as two dretches burst in the back door and come and go after some of the kids. One of the kids pulls out a bat and tries to swing with the dretch with it and makes a decent hit, manages to knock the jaw of one of the dretches. But unfortunately the dretches are just too strong. And after the second uh, swing, the dretch just catches it and growls and goes to chomp at it. But Barbie comes in and smacks it over the head with her spiked baseball bat. And then the kid just goes, oh, I really need to get myself one of those. And she just goes, well, general store, maybe. Um, and the, the, a few more dretches start to come in from uh, outside, of the, outside of the house and curve around that side. What am I saying? Curve around that side um, now that there's a way into the room. So she goes, okay, we really need to make a run for it. And then they start pulling furniture out. It's really easy to do because Barbie's raging and strong as hell. So she pulls them out. And um, John just goes, 
look, I know I'm not from here and I didn't really say it before, but you are really looking like a character from my world and it's really strange to see you with a spiked baseball bat. And she just goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm Barbie! And then a shockwave emits from her, shattering the windows of the house and just blinding and deafening all of the uh, directors around. You see them all cower and like cur curl in on themselves under the sheer sound of the wave that was just echoed from uh, the voices. Even the children uh, have to curl and close their ears really quickly. Barbie just goes, okay, that should give us some time, come on! But the kids can't even hear her because her voice was so loud. She just goes, ah, damn it! And she just tries to grab some and then pull them out. And they head out the front door. They run through the streets. The area around them, the dretches are all cowering from the voice that just shattered their eardrums. And so they run through, they weave through, trying to make their way through the crowded streets of both pedestrians that are trying to get back home and get out of the way from all the dretches, and the dretches that are catching and eating said pedestrians. They run. They go as fast as their legs will take them through the crowds, but it's so hard to push through. And eventually the dretches start coming back too, and they start running into areas where the dretches weren't effective. And so they start clawing at them and trying to get them through. A few of the kids and Barbie get scratches on them trying to push through, but they keep going, trying to find the general store. Barbie's leading the way. She doesn't know where she's going, but she keeps pushing and she tries. And eventually she sees one dretch bigger than all of the others around, almost five times the height of a regular dredge, standing over a group of just a pile of pedestrians on the ground and other dredges around it. And she just goes, Welsh! And immediately a dredge comes in from behind and tries to take out Bobby, but she manages to swiftly move out of the way, pull out a bat, and just explode muscles just protrude from every part of her body she just immediately bucks herself up grabs her nailed bat and just goes to fight these dredges taking out the smaller ones the kids help out as well using what weapons they've found or just pieces of wood or other random things that they've found lying around so they just grab something and start trying to take out these dredges the biggest one stands there and watches as its brethren get destroyed by this really buff barbie John is extremely confused but continues fighting with them anyway because he doesn't want to die, he doesn't even know where he is. And he was just like, gosh, I should have just stayed and sat on the bench, but last time I got in trouble for just staying and sitting over on the bench. And, you know, I just wanted to not get in trouble for sitting over on the bench and look at what it gets me. This is why you should just sit on the bench. Like, come on. Um, and so they keep fighting, they keep pushing through, and eventually the small amount of dretches around them start to fizzle out as more start to come in and Barbie turns to the big dretch and begins to fight. She goes, swipes at the knee, but it manages to move out of the way and then kick her forwards and she goes falling backwards onto her back. She picks herself back up and readies her spiked bat and tries to go up for the groin and manages to scrape a little bit with the nails that are protruding from the bat. It growls in pain and then goes to just take a swipe at her. Um, she takes the hit, gets some gouges on her arm but she's 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 still fighting she's still strong she she's brushing off the pain and ready to go she goes and swipes for the knee again trying to get it its movement down and she manages to hit jarring the knee to the side and the, but the dredge is just it's fighting it's strong and it brings its maw down trying to consume her 
and manages to lock around her, but she manages to use her strength to pull herself back up and then slash the inside of its mouth. The children continuing to fight off the smaller creatures to give Barbie the room to fight this massive one that's just towering over everything else, but they keep coming in, the children are struggling. John's trying to use his bare hands, he hasn't managed to find a weapon yet, he's struggling. And over to the side he sees this thick book and just picks it up and just goes, yellow pages, and then smacks a dretch with it and just goes, well, we all know that they don't leave bruises, and then just keeps smacking these dretches and trying to knock them out. And everyone just goes, how are you beating them up? It's a, it, that's a book. And they don't even look bruised or injured at all, but somehow they're on the ground. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. And then just smacks another one. And they keep trying to fend off these smaller ones. They keep coming through, but they're, it's, it's not going well. But Barbie's taking out this bigger one, manages to knock a few teeth out, manages to get some scars across its face. Um, and eventually, Barbie manages to make one more strike. The ruler's stomach actually protrudes into... Uh, punctures the stomach and the dretch groans as its blood just pours out from its stomach and it collapses onto the ground. Barbie is covered in both her own and other dretch blood and she is struggling to breathe and move. She took a lot of damage from that fight but she's it's not over yet. There are still so many dretches around and they still need to somehow get to the general score or somewhere else that's safe that they can meet up with Peyton Lee anyway. So she grabs the children and tries to keep running through, much slower this time, trying to bat dretches out of the way as she goes, trying to just push her way through, but eventually another slightly larger, not as large as the last one, but still somewhat larger than the others, comes over and tackles Barbie to the ground and then bites her hand off that was holding the bat. The bat falls to the ground, it eats her hand, and she just screams and the children look mortified and she just tells them to run so they do they go they run as fast as they can just ignoring the dretches because small because they're small and they can just zoom through them they run weep dodging trying to just get away as fast as they can while bob they see barbie just laying in the distance screaming with these other dretches hoarding around her eventually they find somewhere they find another house which they barricade themselves in and looking out the window they can see where Barbie was before and all that remains is a blood splat and a nail bat. They also notice a figure just leap down from the top of a building and land between the dretches and take out a few of them with a fireball and then picks up the bat and places it back down and then zooms back out through the crowd of dretches. And the kids just go, did you see that? Who was that? Was it... Was he the person doing that? Do you think he was the person doing that? I don't know if he was the person. I bet he might have been done. The bug could have. And they argue within themselves over whether this person was it. And then they're like, okay, listen. If we just hide, maybe they'll all go away. Um, what's what's the nearest town? Does anyone know? I think it's Northwich. Northwich? Okay. Um, uh, John, where, where do you live? And John just goes, uh, no, I'm from somewhere, I, you probably don't, you probably won't understand, I'm from somewhere else entirely. I'm from a, a completely different place. I came through a portal. Portals aren't really a dumb nut. Okay, let's just try and go to Northwich. We can get through the forest, I think. Uh, let's try and sneak through that way. And so the kids filter out through the windows and try and make their way through the crowd of dretches, trying to get to the edge of town where they can get through the forest and then make their way up to Northwich. And it, it's difficult, but they do. They manage to make their way through. They get into the forest and they just collapse on the ground and just lay 
for a while, trying to regain their energy, trying to wrap their heads around what just happened, trying to wrap their heads around what happened to this strange elven person that they had just met and protected them, even though they were not very nice to them in the start, but they've lost, they've lost someone nice today and they're way too young to comprehend just what is going on. After laying for a bit, the children lift themselves up and make their way onto Northwich, trekking through the forest, none of them really knowing where they're going, but just kind of hoping that they'll find their way through. They know that the direction is north, so they head north, and eventually they reach the ocean. So obviously they weren't heading north. <laughs> they find the ocean, they look out and just go, well, we made it through the forest and out of Sharnwick, but I don't think this is where we were meant to be going. And as they look out in the ocean, they think back and then go, what are we doing? I'm bored. Let's go. And so then they keep heading off towards Northwich in a slightly different direction this time. And eventually they make their way through and they find a shelter. Um, they make their way through and um, a woman named Sarah goes up to them and goes, oh, my sweet darlings, what, what happened to you? What, why are you covered in, what is, is that blood? Oh, okay, come inside, come inside, take a seat. Um, we'll get you some, we'll get you stitched up, we'll get you some band-aids, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of you, okay? It's, it's gonna be okay. Um, and so she leads them inside and gives them a room to stay and then tends to their wounds and then listens to their story and just goes, I'm, I'm so sorry you had to go through that. That must have been awful. I can't imagine what that must have been like. Um, do you know what their friend look their friends looked like the ones that they were trying to meet and the kids just shake their heads solemnly she goes okay um well uh hopefully they made it through and hopefully they'll turn up and if you know if you if you see someone who it might be whether they're elven or some other people that look like they're you know an adventuring group of some sort they another adventuring group might even know uh who that who her friends were so, you know, if you, if you, you're welcome to stay here as long as you need. I mean, your children, so we'll definitely find someone to take care of, at least some of you, and then find other people to... I, I hope you're okay with being separated. Are you siblings? No, we're just friends. Okay, cool. Um, well, we'll try and find some guardians to look after you, but you can stay here for the time being. Um, my name's Sarah, and I... It's, this is a safe place, and I really hope that it feels that way for you as well. Um, the other help is here all good people, people are here on community service, and you have a problem with that, come speak to me, and I'll either ease your worries or make sure that you guys are in different areas, okay? I want you to feel like this is a safe space, especially after what you've just been through. So the children stay there a while, occasionally going out and looking for people that might somewhat resemble Barbie or look like they adventured somewhat, but never really finding the people that they it could have been. 